Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Otherworldly Podcast, a show where we sit around a campfire and tell ghost stories while I braid your hair. I am the alien in the sky, Tierra. And I'm your co-host, Andrew. And today we are blessed to be in the home of... <laughs> I I told her this right before we started, that I kind of stalk her on Instagram. <laughs> um, she's like my witchy goth fairy godmother on Instagram. Uh, please welcome Aisha. And her sister is actually here too. Um, Mary. They're going to be talking to us about... Uh, I'm not even really sure. I feel like you're going to like drop some knowledge. As I'm in here looking around, I'm like, there's a lot to learn from you. Um, I'm spiritual, but I, I think there's a lot to learn. So yes, please welcome y'all. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having me. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Um, so what did y'all do this weekend? Did y'all do anything like spooky or anything? Or so yesterday, my daughter had a, a party. It was um kind of a Halloween party, just you know timeline yeah. wise. But uh, she had some people over last night. And that's why we have the balloons everywhere and uh the. The fake spider webs, the real, the real, the real cobwebs no. are here all the time. <laughs> we just, um, we just cleaned our house up like really, truly, because we had somebody over. I'm like, there are so many spider webs. No wonder why we have allergies. Like it's yeah, crazy right. here. So I feel that. But yeah, I'm. That's. I was wondering because you know, being spiritual and stuff is like some people kind of feel like Halloween and stuff is taboo, but. Like me, I guess you're like we have the same plaque on the door, the Halloween plaque, so that's mm-hmm. really cool. So, yeah. um, tell us about you guys. Like, how did you grow up? Who were you as little girls? Well, um, our family was very close because, like, we didn't grow up like most people in Richmond, where like everybody's your cousin. Like, mm-hmm. I'm 41 and I'm still finding out, like, through Facebook and stuff, oh, they cousins, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, um, so my mom's from a tiny town called Emporia, about an hour south of here. You know Emporia? Oh, we, my. we live in when Brunswick. When I tell you, you live the in yeah. between us. Yes, okay, so. Oh, gosh, so my okay. Mom, my mom's from Emporia, and then my dad's from Galatia, North Carolina, okay. which is right across the line. And they actually both moved to New York as young adults and ran into each other, got married, and had us. Mm. But they moved back down here to raise us. So um, our cousins were at least an hour away. So you know, schoolyard, playground fights and mm-hmm. stuff. It was just us. We all come out of the house <laughs> fighting because you know we didn't have. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we were all very close. We were kind of like the weird family, I think. Yeah. Uh, is it I, just you two as siblings, or do you? No, have we have a younger sister and an older brother. Okay. Brother, our brother is the oldest, and Aisha and me, and our little sister. Okay, so y'all are all like fighting on the playground as a as a group, or I mean, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> y'all was handling business when they had to go that way. You know, growing up in yeah. the nineties, that's what you did. You call your cousins. Exactly. Yeah, but we exactly. couldn't call our cousins, so. No, I feel you. I have five other brothers and sisters, so it's like we're like an army of people who fight other kids. No, I get that. (laughs) So, so talking about, I guess, like what were some things that kind of growing up that you saw or you experienced, or was that like a a part of your life then, or did it, you know, manifest? I guess as you got older. I think that um, both. I think that because of our upbringing, like our father especially was a very, um, I'm struggling to find a single word to, to say okay. what I mean, but he was, um, he, he, our, our upbringing was just very open-minded. Mm, okay. You know, we discussed things that people think are taboo, just as run-of-the-mill conversation, the aliens mm-hmm. and, the, and the Area 51 and the Cointel Pro. Mm-hmm. That's just what we grew up talking about. You mm-hmm. know, my dad was just that guy. But um, the very- We also grew up in church. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. so okay. That's, also that so was you had big. both like dynamics mm-hmm. of that. Oh okay. yeah, and, and I think that actually informed my um, ethereal kind of thinking yeah. too, because I saw it. I saw church as um, literal. You know, I, I, the, the stories in the Bible were very real to me, mm-hmm. and I was very caught up in like Revelation when mm-hmm. I was young. It was all the hellfire and brimstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to teach Sunday school as a child. Oh, okay. You know, I was a, I was a Jesus freak phenom. <laughs> <You know? laughs> And, um, and we were very, very, very heavily in the church, and, and 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 like even my dreams as a as a very young child were always um, a situation where I'm like some soldier in the army of the Lord. There are demons. There, um, the devil. The devil's there. I'm fighting demons, and you know I'm using my Christian training to. Oh wow! You know that that was that that was my childhood psyche. <laughs> That's very interesting. So it's like you were like you said in the church, and you kind of had this former opinion of like being I guess who you are now but when you're a kid it kind of manifested like the soldier of the Lord like yeah. seeing you now in your adult life and yeah. obviously being I'm still a soldier and of like the a Lord. healer exactly exactly right so that's really interesting and what about you and also you? my dad changed his religion a lot too so yeah. we okay. were you know we were we experienced a lot you know other than christianity he was rasta he was jehovah witness for a while like there was always some type of spirituality religion mm-hmm. you know in our lives but for me i guess it kind of manifested itself or like now i i, I realized that i followed my path even though I, I really wasn't aware that that's what i was doing like right. everything mm-hmm. all my experiences and you know everything that i experienced yeah um, you know, it led me to where I am now. Like it, I'm still following, you know, that path. Yeah. So, I mean, I always had like it was probably mostly premonitions as a kid. Right. Oh yeah, but I it didn't spook me out or anything because I just thought it was normal. I thought everybody, mm-hmm. you know, did that. And you know, I've had like I would probably say abilities. You know, the only thing I can say is experiences. You know, and I feel like it all led me to where I am. But it's not like a a standstill. It's you know me following my path through spirituality yeah ever growing ever mm-hmm. feeling it I, exactly. so are both of your last names shabazz or no it? no okay yeah see i assumed that you grew up muslim because your last name is shabazz i grew so, up so like muslim she said household. my dad okay. went through several evolutions. Okay. <laughs> so he he was muslim at okay. a time mm-hmm. okay. so i just happened to have the only muslim name so my name oh, is i was okay. born aisha zakia flight that's okay. you know our maiden name but then I actually got married to a man who also was Muslim. Oh, okay. So that now my name is Aisha Zakia Shabazz. Did okay. I mispronounce my own name? Who does that? Oh, did <laughs> I, 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 I was like, I did I mispronounce it? <laughs> no, I like Shabazz. No, that's very really fancy. <laughs> but um, so I just haven't like you know when I got divorced and my children were still young, so I okay. wanted to keep you know our names the same. But it's not a big thing now. Just call. I really it costs extra money to change it back. <laughs> and, and, I, and I like my name. You know, I got I got it changed mm-hmm. when I married yeah. some guy. So so now some other guy has to marry me to change it again. <laughs> hey, I like that. Exactly. Like, yeah, I like that. So going back to like abilities, do you both feel like you have those type of abilities or how did you, how did that come across for you? Like as a, was it as a kid that you started seeing things or feeling things that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I grew up thinking it was normal because you know, it happened all the time. Mm-hmm. And mostly when I was younger, it would be like, you know, just feelings or premonitions. Um, now, as far as seeing things, I've only seen something like twice in my life. 
I've only okay. like seen, like laid my eyes on something. Like I know <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at, you know, yeah. I've only seen that twice with my own eyes. But as far as I feel like I get, I know that I get my messages and my messages through dreams mm-hmm. and I call them flashes because that's the mm-hmm. only way I know how to describe it. So yeah. it's like, I know I'm sleeping and I'm dreaming, but in my dream is a flash of light. It gets so bright, even though my eyes are closed, I'm, I'm asleep. You know, it's a flash of light, and whatever happens after I have that flash, you know, it's it's true. It's, yeah. it's always been that way when I have those type of dreams. I've had um, really good experiences. You know, this is mm-hmm. um, whatever you want to call it: paranormal, supernatural, spiritual. I've had I had I've had pleasant ones, and I've had really bad ones, like dark yeah. ones, mm-hmm. like bags under your eyes, scared to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Bad experiences, you know. And I just feel like most of my instances. And the strongest one happened in dreams. I think for me, um, like the first miracle I remember, I didn't realize it was a miracle at the time, but it did happen in childhood and she was with me. And what happened was um, my dad used to drive this dump truck and he had to go to the elementary school a little early to have like a little conference about my brother. So he and my brother went into school and me and Joanna, that's her middle name, that's what we call her. (laughs) So me and Joanna stayed in the truck. And we're playing, you know, and one of us kicked the gear shift out of place. (laughs) And we're parked on the hill. And the truck starts rolling down the hill. And so we jump out of the truck. Oh, excuse me, stop. Mind you, this truck has a lot of, like, stuff on the back. It's full of, like, scraps and parts. It's a big... So y'all was loaded so it, down very it was, yeah. it was We are elementary fast. age. Yeah. And I'm, like, maybe six years old. My brother, so we're probably, like, four and six, mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. And um, so we jump out, and I, t- I told her, go get dad, go get dad. But, you know, she's a baby, basically. She's yeah. like, so she's just kind of frozen. Yeah. And um, I don't know why <laughs> I thought this was the good thing, the idea to do, but I go to the back of the truck, and I just put my hands oh. on the truck, oh. you know, to stop it from rolling into the street, you know. Mm. And thank God for nosy white women, because <laughs> I just started screaming, hollering, help, help, help. And this lady ran out in her pajama pants. I remember oh. her. And she jumped in the truck and threw it in the park. Oh, and I remember when she threw it in the park, I felt so stupid, even at six years old, because mm-hmm. I was like, I should have known that. I should have known. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm smart. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and and it wasn't. And, and I remember my mom, you know, you know, telling her the story and hearing what happened. And I, and I remember her like talking to somebody about it, you know, but I didn't grasp at the time that it was mm-hmm. something miraculous. There's yeah. no reason that, it was that Trump shouldn't have run me over yeah, you, you mm-hmm. been downhill, yeah, you know. That's... So I've always, like in hindsight, you know, experiences like that, I've always felt more like a vessel. It's not mm-hmm. like I have these great abilities. I'm a very mm-hmm. intuitive person. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think like many of us, I got in the habit of suppressing my intuition because we don't like what it shows us. That, that this person ain't your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This nigga don't want you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind you walk of thing. in the room and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, the like, energy. who wants mm-hmm. to live in reality? Right. <laughs> right. I, I have no interest in reality, <laughs> yeah. you know. So um, I've always been intuitive, but I've always been like a vessel. I've always yeah. been in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I've always been able to affect change in people's lives. People are always better from interacting with me. And and I try to um, be a good steward of that. Yeah, you know. But yeah, yeah I, it's it's yeah. not that I you know I don't do like the Harry Potter 
And that's what I was going to yeah. say, it's a clear ability, yeah. because sometimes when you use that word, people like, make it rain. Like, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm not like, boom, it's damn, not like, I'm not yeah. like that, but I say abilities because I do these things. I can't, you know, control it, or I don't know when I'm going to have these flashes or these revelations and stuff, but I do. Every morning, you know? I have conversations play in my mind, and then later that day, I'm mm-hmm. having that mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. Or, you know, God will just show me people, and I'm not sure why, and I, and I really do, like, need to take some time, like, because I'd be all over the place. We all so busy. But I need to take some time to like center myself because I need to I need to be able to tap into, well, why are you showing me this? Why am yeah. I seeing that? But it never fails. Within a day or two, I know why I was seeing that person, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So that, that happens a lot. But it's, um, I think that we also, I always want to impress upon people, you know, we're all magical. Exactly. And, and, You're and speaking all, my language, yeah. Yeah, we're <laughs> all magical. Like, you know, people who can cook really well. Mm-hmm. And you feel good and, and nourished yeah. beyond your belly. Yeah. Like, that's magic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. so we all have those abilities. Yeah. You're, like I, I said, you're speaking my language. I I tell them all the time, because we're, we're musicians, but mm-hmm. I don't read music. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, especially around this area, you have to be, like, technical and all this other stuff. Yeah. And I tell them all the time, the one thing they can't take away from me is the fact that I, I am music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it doesn't just come from... Like mm-hmm. me, it's like it I call them like down you. exactly mm-hmm. downloads. We, exactly, it's like it's, like I said, especially these songs we've been creating. They are just oh, like yeah. they're literally otherworldly, and I mm-hmm. feel like it's gonna be a blessing for mm-hmm. us to share this part. So that, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I I feel that. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is an exciting conversation because like Please. at the synchronicity of. Like you're talking about Emporia and you're talking about cooking and you are a chef. Yeah. Get out of town. He, like, tell, tell I mean, I, I get down a little bit. Tell, you know tell what I'm saying? people. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. My mom's telling her, she's like, can you please make me a cookbook? I'm like, you should like start a YouTube channel. Yeah. But like, yes, you should. But yeah, I feel like, especially as creatives, because you're mm-hmm. a comedian. You're one of the funniest people I've ever met as well. Thank you. But <laughs> as a comedian, I feel like as creatives, I feel like we're always in tune with, like, I guess the universe and stuff. When you are like, creative, you're a creative. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So you can tell me more about your abilities if you like. Uh, other than, you, so you said you have visions and you're All right, let me sleep. give you a couple examples. Okay. All right. All right. So my fiance's mom had passed, right? And the night of the funeral, we were, we were sleeping on the couch and we just, you know, fell asleep on the couch watching TV and I was, you know, laying with my head in his lap and I woke up, you know, how you kind of wake up, but you don't move, you just stare. Mm-hmm. I just woke up and just was kind of staring and I woke up to her. It's a sectional couch and she was sitting on the end where when she used to come over, that's where she always mm-hmm. sat, you know, play with the kids. She always used to doze off right there. So when I opened my eyes, I opened my eyes to seeing her sitting there and she was, um, she was sitting there, but she was kind of like moving as if she was trying to get comfortable, you know? And then like the way she appeared was like, kind of like glitchy, not not pixelated, but you know, like how they, yeah. like when you're watching something and, it, and you know, you mm-hmm. can't like get the focus right. And she, mm, yeah, you know, was twitching around a lot. And felt, I didn't feel scared. So I just looked for a little bit. Like I was saying earlier, like, I know <laughs> <laughs> that's what I see because I'm awake and that's what I see. You know, I gave it a good, and I, I looked, I just watched. It's not like she looked at me or anything. She moved around a little bit. I closed my eyes and went back to sleep, right? So the next morning we get up, get the kids ready for school and his brother-in-law called him and he talked to him for a few minutes on the phone and when he got off the phone, he was just like, I told him, you know, what happened. He knows about how I am and everything. So 
I told him about what happened. So when he got off the phone, he just looked at me and like, he said, um, you know, that was bro. He said they got a call from the cemetery this morning that they put Ma in the wrong plot. Mm. You know, a man had come to see his wife that morning and the plot beside, you know, his, his wife, she was buried beside the wife and that plot was, you know, pre-reserved, you know how they do, mm-hmm. for someone else. And, you know, they, they had made a mistake, they put her in the wrong plot and they had to, you know, bring her up and, and move her. Mm. That was That's what the call was about. So when I saw her, the way she was moving all, you know, uncomfortable, it just, it just resonated that, okay, she wasn't at rest. Yeah. She wasn't, yeah. you know, she wasn't comfortable because she wasn't at rest. She was, you know, and I was just like, damn, we just stared at each other for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's beautiful that she came to you as well. Like you were close enough for her to like tell you like, hey, mm-hmm. can you tell somebody yeah, that right. I'm, like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not. And it's like yeah. a little, like a couple hours later, you know, we were up and getting the kids together and we got that phone call. So I was like, man like it, it was just crazy like that's what I got from it like she was just looking so uncomfortable mm. and and then like the the sign I got was you know when she came over that's where she dozed off that was her comfy spot you know when yeah. she was in her resting spot but she wasn't getting comfortable yeah so I was just like man alright here's a freaky one for you oh, oh yeah this wasn't a flash okay this wasn't a flash so my okay my children <laughs> my children were with their dad who was who had a girlfriend okay they traveled with their dad and the girlfriend to like Baltimore or something to see her sister graduate okay mm-hmm. um you know they come back oh we had a good time we went here we ate there so I, I saw a picture I saw a picture of the sister that had graduated I saw a picture I never spoke to this girl I don't know her fast forward some time later maybe a year or so I had a dream it wasn't a flash, but it was really bright and it was clouds like the sky. Now, I told you I saw a picture of this girl. I never spoke to her. I don't know her. Kind of in the sky, I could see her face and she was speaking, but her mouth wasn't moving. And she was doing this. Matter of fact, I'm sorry, she wasn't speaking. Her mouth wasn't moving, but she was, you know, she kept hitting her head and like gesturing like she was trying to say something. She kept, yeah. you know, holding her head. And, and I was just like, you know, man, that's crazy. So... I told my kid's dad about that dream. He was like, oh my God, that is crazy. She passed away from mm. a brain aneurysm about oh. such and such months ago. And I was like, why would I have that dream about that girl? Like, I don't even, yeah. I saw a picture of her one time and I guess that was enough to Dang. whatever. That just gave me chills. That <laughs> gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> She a spook now. Okay. <laughs> now I'm jumping at every little thing. Oh my gosh, that yeah. So it's always that. something. It's, it's you know it's something like that. Like I said, I've only seen situations like that have always happened. You know, yeah. like when you close your eyes, you go somewhere else. You can go somewhere else. You yeah. can go on your own. You yeah. can go unknown, and yeah. you can go against your will. Now that oh, I know. Oh, 100. Yeah. That I know. Um, so have you had any um, experiences like that, Aisha, or or have um, yours always been? <laughs> Okay, so they've all been kind of, well, like I said, I always felt like I was a vessel. Right. So I had, a, and, and God puts me where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, I'm, I meet who I'm supposed to meet. So I had a part-time job and I went into business for myself a couple of years ago. And Flex. then I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got out of business. <laughs> and um, so I had this part-time job at FedEx and great benefits and stuff and, and I needed it because I ended up having some health issues mm-hmm. during the time I was there 
But anyways, um, there was this guy who worked like on the overnight shift or what have you. And he would always come in, you know, in the mornings when I was there talking to other people. I didn't know him. And I, and I didn't really socialize with people there. You know, it was a kind of a warehouse environment, really messy a lot yeah. of people sleeping together and rumors <laughs> and stuff. So I just kind of stayed out of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just oh, didn't, I just didn't engage. Yeah. So um, I would largely mind my business. But anyways, he had a girlfriend and they had just had a baby. And she had had some issues, you know, after the childbirth, her first child. And she ended up having like postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And her family, meaning well, had her admitted. She ended up in a psych ward, long mm-hmm. story short. Okay. And because they weren't married... Um, he didn't have any, you know, say so, any say in any of her mm-hmm. treatment, any of her care, you know, it, it, it you know defaulted to her parents. So he's venting to you know other people, and I'm hearing all this. And one day when he came in, and when he told me she had been admitted, he didn't tell me, but he was telling someone else mm-hmm. that she had been admitted she to was, the psych ward. <laughs> it was it was in a room, you know, a closed room, and I started crying. You know, because mm-hmm. I was just, you know, move, you know, as a woman and as a mother and mm-hmm. a new mother, you know, that's just, just a lot. Yeah. And then, you know, being a black woman and, you know, mental, you know, care and mental health care. So um, he saw I was crying. He was like, what? but he didn't he didn't think he didn't it, it didn't occur to him. I was crying because of what he said. He was yeah. like, you know, oh my God, what's wrong with you? And I was like, nigga, you hate yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so he was like, oh, he was like, what's your sign? And I was like, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> and he's a Pisces. So we bonded over that, you know, and I said, you know, well, may I know her name, you know, and I want to pray for her. And he told mm-hmm. me her name and I asked her her birthday and um, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I just mm-hmm. took the information and then like it came to me and I had never done this before, but it came to me to make a doll of her. So I asked mm-hmm. him to bring me, you know, one of her personal effects, a T-shirt that belonged to her. Um, I said her hairbrush, you know, he brought me a hairbrush. I had summer hair. I made a doll of her. And actually what happened was <laughs> I had the stuff for a couple of days and I still felt leery about it. You know what I mean? But I was walking my dog and I hear somebody yell my government name. And anybody who know me know better than to yell my name. I'm nobody's car window. And I live by the whole stroll. So when I heard my name, I'm like, who in the, you know? And I turn around, it's him. And he's like, he, to the point where he had to tell me because I don't recognize him or his car. He's like, it's me, so-and-so. And I was like, oh, hey. And that's when I was like, okay, that's God telling me yeah. go ahead and do this. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Because what's the chances he's passing by me while I'm walking my dog? He don't live on this side of town, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So um, I came home. I made doll and I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing, you know, but I talked to it and I sold her hair to it and I told her it was time to come on back. You know, your baby needs you, mm-hmm. you know, don't let them white folks win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I talked to her just like yeah. that and I still didn't have a plan of what I was doing. I just was talking to her as mm-hmm. I was making the doll and I put it aside until I got more direction, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then I hadn't seen him for a couple of days at work. And the next day I saw him, he came. He was like, yo, my baby good. She talking, <laughs> she eating, she taking her medicine. And I asked her, I said, well, what day did that, you know, did she come out of her spell? And he, he counted back and thought about it. He said it was Wednesday. And I made that doll Tuesday night. Oh, wow. So I, I take it very serious. <laughs> I take yeah. it very serious. And that's why, like, when I made a joke earlier about, like, hexing people, that's not what I'm into. I would but, never yeah. make a doll to, like, hex nobody. Yeah. But God don't play about me because, you know, I believe in God. I believe I'm a vessel 
of God's grace mm. and God's love, and that's why I'm able to affect change in people's lives. I will mm. hex your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love sister dynamics. That's funny. Oh my God, guys. Like, she ain't told us so. I've never done nothing that has failed me, and I've never done nothing when I wasn't supposed to. Oh, but she will break a bitch down. She will. I will do me, it. I, I'll beat your ass in the physical. Oh you my know. God. But this I, one right here. Okay. <laughs> I love that. You're like me, Aisha, and you're like my little sister. Like, I will hex you in a heartbeat. What's your name? What's your mm-hmm. sign? I got you. That's I've never heard of like someone creating a doll for good because they don't Ooh. tell you those stories. It's oh, always yeah. like voodoo dolls. That's what they want you to think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all bad. It's dark. Yeah. That's Mm-mm. that's really interesting. So you're you're like I don't I don't want to call you a witch. I don't I don't that's know fine. what you practice. So it. you are practicing like witch. Is that what you consider yourself? I or? used to shy away from that word just because of the connotation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, it, it's like the Eminem song. I am whatever you say. I am. <laughs> yes. You know, if that's what you see, if that's yeah. what you get from all this, I'll be that. Yeah. You know, and and, I, and it's kind of like reclaiming it the same way. Like in my comedy, I say bitch a lot. Mm. You know, what I'm saying I use the n word in, yeah. in certain contexts. You, so, you said it you earlier. Know, I, did, I, did, I, yeah. I tried to say the n word all late. But yeah, just like that, it, it, it's another reclamation. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I'll be a witch if that's what you you know. But just like we learned the Wizard of Oz, you know, you had Glinda the Good Witch, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the Wicked Witch was she wicked or was people fucking with her? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You put it like that. Gentrifying odds. Ain't nobody ask you with your motherfucking pigtails and your dog, your little toe toe. Like you came out of nowhere and ruined my life. But anyway, yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. So okay, how um, we're in her home right now, um, and I'm looking around, and I just have so many questions. So all are all of these altars? How many do you have, or how many? I guess sanctions. Sure, which which altar is which? So this is my ancient. African ancestor altar. Are you familiar okay. with like the African deities? Not, there, there are lots of them. Okay. And like all roads of like hoodoo, voodoo, you know, mm. generally lead back to what this is. Okay. So um, there's the idea of being initiated into like Ifa or um, African spirituality. Mm. I have not been officially initiated into anything. So I don't do a whole lot. This is, this is more um, homage and respect okay. and, the, you know, um, veneration of the African deities, you know, just Mm -hmm. as kind of like an order of operations, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So each one of these, I guess, um, offerings is a different deity and they go by the days of the week. So Sunday, today's day is Obatala. We, Mm -hmm. um, we give white things. He's, he's more akin to like Jesus. Um, as far as like attributes go, uh, level headed, pure of heart can do no wrong, you know, kind of thing. And so I have some white powdered milk, and I and these are all fake hundred dollar bills. Oh. I was wondering about that. I was, I was, I was like, damn. No. I was like, like that. God, this and this go and I promise I didn't take one. <laughs> That's the grand money. Okay. And then we have um, Legba, and his color is red. And I have a corn cob pipe rooster that represents him, and he's the the, the road opener. He keeps he's okay. the keeper of the roads for the underworld, and you know the cross. Oh, okay. He allows the spirits to you know organize. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He said Papa Legba. Papa, yes, yeah. Legba. I noticed you mentioned something about him on uh, Instagram, how American Horror Story, like, didn't do the story justice and stuff. Well, they just did with one with, like, a kind of Hollywood yeah, cartoonish. Yeah. I mean, but it's Hollywood. You can't, yeah. you know, white folks yeah. going white folks. And then um, <laughs> Ogun, who is, um, 
he's we, we venerate him at the railroads. He controls like tools and um, work, that kind of thing. And I do a lot with Ogun because my house is 100 years old and I got to okay. keep it propped up. Amen. Right. <laughs> and then um, we have Shango, who's like war and fire and thunder. And um, I'm very extra uh, reverent of Shango because I don't want to incite his wrath. Right. <laughs> and then we have, what's my Oya candle? Oya, who is um, the deity I most identify with. Uh, she has a lot of masculine energy and masculine qualities, which okay. I definitely identify mm -hmm. with. And she's also um, what what the Catholics would call like patron saint okay. of women in the marketplace. So okay. um, we venerate Oya. And then we have Yamaya, Yamoja, who uh, we venerate her at in the ocean. That's why I have like oceanic rocks and coral things, you know, for her. And then Oshun, who is like beauty, femininity. And her color is yellow. They were out of yellow candles. So she gets a special candle. Which, the last two times I lit this off, which I do it on Sundays, I couldn't find a regular Oshun candle, which I feel like is, is her calling out to me to be venerated and be elevated. So mm. I'm focused more on Oshun elements. Um, somebody like me, um, I'm determined to not be a lumberjack this winter. I want to stay in touch <laughs> with my femininity. Yeah. So that's Oshun. <laughs> And that's um that altar there is Yamaya. That's my daughter's altar. She keeps that. Them, them flames on that candle been burning stiff and straight the whole time, the whole too. Time. I was wondering oh, whose altar oh that my was. Gosh, <laughs> Those yo. things been like this the whole time. I've been watching Very them. stoic, yeah. They're not mm -hmm. dancing like the other flames are. Yep. And that's, that's my um my family ancestor altar. So there's both sets of my grandparents on the end, some aunts, some cousins. And then some things that like that deer um dish it's a candy dish that actually belonged to my grandmother my um auntie gave me and it's snuff inside she used to dip snuff so you um some of the things are some of the things are things that belong to them and other things are offerings you see the um the ancestor money you got some real money some jewelry that kind of thing and then that's my dad's altar his ashes some snacks some candles some wine his shoes and this is just like where i work like when i create okay. um this is my dream powder. I sprinkle in my sheets to help me with my oh. prophetic dreams. <laughs> and that's why I create all that. She makes no. a fast luck powder that is so good. A fast luck powder? Mm -hmm. Okay. I sprinkle it in your shoes. I'm not going to sit Thank there and be you. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, you don't be greedy, but yeah. I think Thank I've used you. it twice and both times. And like I told her, it's not always, you know, oh, money in my hand. Like the second time I used it, um, my van was messed up and the quote we had for it, it was like, you know, like, oh man. And mm. I used the fast luck powder in my shoes and the next day, another mechanic came and looked at it. Oh, I could get you straight for boom, 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 boom. And yeah. the money that he was talking was way better than the amount we had before. So yeah. it was fast and it was luck. I put it in my shoes. And that's the magic, too. I didn't pay a mortgage on this house for two years. For real? Where was hey. this when we, our car just... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> We needed some. Oh, so you, you get your own. <laughs> oh yeah, I need my own. Yeah. <laughs> put them in my work way boots. To use this, you could just put it in your shoes. Um, okay, so when people do work, like for instance, um, anything's an altar, right? So if I, when I created that, I created that on the night of the full moon. Mm -hmm. um, 
you can you can dust your altar with that. Like if you're doing like money work, mm-hmm. uh, a, a ritual for money and stuff like that. And you know, it's a, we call it rituals for a reason. So mm-hmm. like just like she said, you know, you don't want to be greedy and put in your shoes, or you can put in your shoes every day because you know, like it's just like going to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. takes that going every day for you know what I mean, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And some people, I don't think you have this issue because I know you're a spiritual person, but you know, mm-hmm. some people think they can light a candle one time mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. shit just fall out the yeah. sky, you know. Yeah. But um, I just like to put it in my shoes, and it's more of a thing that like I might forget for a few days, and then like, oh, let me put it in there, and I put mm-hmm. it in there, and I'll get a booking, or okay. um. You know, like the, the money magic, sometimes, you know, it's not money in your hand, but it's a, it's a, it's a discount on something. Yeah. It's a free something. Yeah. It's a rebate on something, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. So, you know, anything. So it's not necessarily for money. Like, suppose I'm having, like, a bad mental health day and I'm just trying to get out of a funk. Could it be for that as well? Or... Well, that's, that is more specifically for money. More money? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that is specifically for okay. money. But there, um, but like you, like, you mean just like regular... Mood boosting kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I whip you up some. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I feel. Well, I feel specifically this last episode. I said specifically like a thousand times. So if I say it, just look at me like stop. But um, this year has been kind of crazy, and I, I feel like we finally got out of the funk. But we've also yeah, had some beautiful yeah. things happen for us. Like I mean, we're on a podcast and stuff. But you know, especially when you're spiritual. You you tend to go to those places that yeah. um, your your brain just takes you there. So mm-hmm. yeah, any spiritual guidance y'all have, I I'm, I know. just want to encourage. What I just heard for you is that you need to cleanse, and that's something that I'm constantly ground. hearing mm. myself and reminding myself mm-hmm. because I think that we tend to do it when stuff build up. Like I was just talking to her about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. It's like oh shit, like you know, and and there's so many different ways to cleanse. Like you know, with hoodoo. We just, the same way you drink orange juice when you get in the cold, it's just an expansion of that. You know, we just have knowledge of, you know, more plants and more herbs to, yeah. to, to address more issues mm-hmm. than the average person does. Yeah. And like cleansing, you know, as an empathetic person, so much of what you feel don't even belong to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. much of it is just don't other people's shit. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so even something as simple as, you know, I'm real big on egg cleanses. That's the that's the biggest, the, the quickest thing I can do. Mm-hmm. And I try to do it um, on a Sunday or Monday, a weekly thing. I just mm-hmm. took my salt water bath today. If nothing else, I'm going to put salt water in my mm-hmm. tub mm-hmm. and soak in that. And make sure I splash my face, too. Mm-hmm. And make mm-hmm. sure I submerge my shoulders, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Wash it down. Do you know how to do yeah. an egg cleanse? Mm-mm. It's um it's it's real big in like Latina culture, mm-hmm. like that, okay. that part of the you know, the culture. Um, just a regular egg, raw egg, and you take it, you know, from the top of your head, down your body, down each arm, down each leg. And I like to do it three times on the front of my body and think, you know, just limb limb. Yeah. And then three times back of the body as best as you can. What's the um significance of the egg? You're just removing it it, it so I, I don't want to mispronounce it in Spanish. Like I speak conversational Spanish, <laughs> yeah, but it's basically removing the evil eye. Okay. So, um, mm, okay. Anything that's been cast upon you intentionally or unintentionally, mm-hmm. cause the strongest, the strongest evil eyes, like the strongest bad juju, it comes from people who don't even mean to do it. Exactly. You no, know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. They don't even know they hate. I feel that. And, and, yes. and, 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 and that's what, and, and even with like when trying to manifest something, that's what I tell people, you know, you got to put it out there and let it go. Like you got to, you have to 
just drop it like it's already done. And when people have ill intent, it's already done. They thought that shit. They meant it. Mm. Mm. So I do the egg stuff. And then I take the egg and I'll, um, the easiest thing is just like throw it in like the intersection. Cause that's okay. where it's going to be like smashed and destroyed. Okay. You okay. Know, kind of thing. But, um, that put some salt in your bath water. <clears throat> um, you know, just pray and speak your, speak your intentions out mm. loud. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And another thing I've learned to do especially because so many people seek me out like for my counsel which is a blessing it's a blessing that people trust me but they you know i literally have to envision when you know somebody's saying hey i need to talk to you or they're coming up to me mm. i envision a force field just like when i was a child and we was playing starship yeah. troopers and shit <laughs> i envision a force field over my body that shit can't permeate permeate mm. my space yeah. and then i envision it leaving with them as they walk away from me you know, because so much of that bad shit ain't even yours. That's so true. That's that's really good insight as well. I feel, like you said, being an empath, you just, especially if you can't, well, not control, can't control it, but you don't really know how to navigate through it. Mm-hmm. You just pick up on everybody's energies mm-hmm. all the time. From the plants to the people mm-hmm. to, the po- to the politics, everything. So, yeah, I feel like sometimes when I'm not in that protective mode, like, okay, this isn't my feelings. These mm-hmm. are brought upon mm-hmm. me. It mm-hmm. just kind of pulls me down but yeah thank mm-hmm. you for that information of yeah if you don't mind can we mm-hmm. talk about your dad because there were a lot of synchronicities that happened with him and it it creeped me out but it was also beautiful and I didn't want to <laughs> like so the the first one um it was a couple of months ago maybe even last year because what is space and time I can't remember right. you were on Instagram <laughs> I feel like you were beside one of your altars actually but I didn't know this at the time and you were talking about I can't I can't remember so for like a split second while you were talking, I saw a man's face over your face. Like it, it just like it kind of just took over your face for a second. So I was like, she's spiritual. She'll understand um, if I say this weird thing to her. So I was like, hey, I saw someone enter your video with you. And it, I, I mean, it feels weird because it's like a digital video, but I saw someone enter your video. You're like, that's so crazy because, you know, my dad visits all the time and I was in my altar room and I was like, I had no idea. Like, that's mm-hmm. just wild. And then... When we were talking about um, doing the podcast, I mentioned October 6th. And you were like, well, yeah, that's my, I think that's, that's my the day. day. You were like, birthday. that's my dad's birthday. It seems fitting. And I was like, this is the, I feel like we're so connected in a way from mm-hmm. like, and it's, I feel like it's through, we met through the internet or maybe we met at a. At, Just local stuff, yeah. open mics yeah. and so, showcases and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Right. So we haven't like been in the same space a lot, like not with like a long conversation like today, but the, from you saying that, you know, your family's from Emporia to me seeing your dad and the, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we're so connected in that way. And that's why I was so excited. And I'm trying not to cry about this, <laughs> all of this. Like it's, but um, do you want to, do y'all want to talk more about that? Cause obviously he's present here and you know when you're in your practice and stuff and you also <laughs> mentioned that he loves camera time and he may he's say something on yeah, the podcast he's a, he's a <laughs> um my dad so for context you know i was his problem child uh i was <laughs> i was always very close to my dad when i was real young and uh he struggled with addiction and i was just so hurt and so angry you know, and I carried that with me for a long time. And, and even as an adult, you know, I was kind of a bitch to him, you know. And then when he got sick, I brought him to live with me. And, and we were blessed to be able to have that kind of cathartic time, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that since he passed, 
there's been an extension of that. I think that he appears to me like not I, granted, I physically like you heard my sister say, you know, she done seen dead. I don't want to see nobody dead. Amen. <laughs> I, no, I literally specifically say, please do not appear to me, you mm -hmm. know. But um I feel my father's presence, like I know that's cliche, but he has like come through to me in this physical realm several times. Like the mm -hmm. first time was during the tarot card reading. And he was very clearly speaking to me through the cards. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something the other person could have known or made up, you know what I'm saying? And then another time, uh, I was actually leaving Family Dollar. And like I always like tell my kids, like when you encounter crazy people, quote crazy people on the street, you know, mm -hmm. I, they got some good shit. I, I listen to them, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? They do. And this is what it's just like, he wasn't crazy, but he was just a person that, you know, most people would have brushed off. And I think he was like short or whatever in the line. I think my dad made have gave him some change or whatever. And then on the way out, he asked me for a ride. And it tickled me because he kind of looked like my dad. Mm -hmm. He was dressed like my daddy dressed. And um, that was classic what my daddy would have did. It's not enough to give me a change. Now I need a ride home. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it tickled me and I laughed and I was going to take him home. And when he got in my car and started to talk to me, his voice changed because if I had heard this voice in the beginning it would have fucked me up when I was mm -hmm. still in the store but once he got in my car he was talking to me and it was my dad's voice oh. mm -hmm. and he was talking to me about he was saying how much he appreciated the ride and how he and his daughter are at odds him and his mm -hmm. daughter don't get along and it was the exact same shit my daddy would be telling somebody else about me in that instance. <laughs> yeah. You know. And it and it and it just and he was only going a couple blocks from my house. You know, it was a very short ride and a short conversation. But the feeling I had in that moment, I I just I just can't describe it. I I, I just because I knew what was happening. I don't know if you, there they used to be this show called Dead Like Me on Showtime. And the premise of the show was after people died, they they, they walked the earth, even though things are unresolved. Yeah. But the people that they're, their family that they visit don't recognize them because they look different. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this man, but they were mm -hmm. kind of the same. Like oh, you still have shit. red hair. So, yeah. the, so it was, so it was my dad, but it won't my dad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it, it was his voice. It's a joke in our family, the way my daddy says my name. But he pissing me off, <laughs> and I'm about to go to 10, yeah. and he want to push me further. He act like I'm crazy, and he says it. Hit it, Joanna. Aisha. <laughs> <laughs> that man in my car had the very same oh, vocal inflections. Oh. And I remember coming and calling my sister, like, yo, Cause who else? Nobody else would understand. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's. It's, it'd be a lot. No, I. Feel... My daddy passed away right here. Right here. Oh mm -hmm. really? In this room. Oh When wow. he was, cause we had the, the the blessing of knowing he was gonna pass. Okay. And he did. Um, I talked him into the home hospice. They was trying to keep him in the hospital. But this is like when COVID first hit, so we didn't know if we were gonna see him again. Mm -hmm. They were mm -hmm. trying to keep him in there. Mm. But they, they let him come home and they brought the hospital bed and everything and it was set up right there. He passed right there. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, 
that whole story is beautiful. And I've never seen Dead Like Me. Now I feel like I need to check it out. You know. That's that's incredible. I so and it's obviously it, it's not the same. But we were talking about on the episode with Chris. I know it's silly because it's a, a cat, but just no, hear me. <laughs> no. So so to to go deeper into that, I'm you're gonna make me cry. Okay. So earlier this year, um, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. I'm so sorry. Which, no, it's okay. She only has on stage two. But, you know, when you hear the news, it's like, right. what the heck? We were already kind of facing, like, <laughs> adversities. Yes. You just became a full-time musician. And, I mean, we were blessed with, like, good roots. So, like, you got a good job. And we had our house in the country. We were doing our thing. But for the first time ever, we were, like, broke, right? Mm-hmm. We're living broke. We're doing Instacart now, trying to make music a thing. Then my mom calls, and she's disheveled. I think the week before we found out my mom had, we found out my mom had breast cancer. We came home. We had four cats. We had two boy cats and two girl cats. Boy cats are different from girls. They need to leave and they need to spread their oats, um, do what they got to do. So, um, one of the boy cats he headed out to college. That's what we say. We never. He's gone. So we're driving home and um, we see like you know a cat in the road. So like my heart is shattered. That's my baby boy. I'm like, oh my gosh. So you pick him I was like I don't want to see him I don't want to like this is just crazy and as you're burying him no you didn't even bury him that night I, I, had, I dug the hole you dug the hole and then yeah. the next morning you were like that's not we call him Mishi that is not Mishi like yeah. that's actually a girl cast so I was like that's so crazy because we haven't seen him and then you know here he is the that was on a Monday and then I feel like was it the, I think it was the next day the next day after my mom um, yeah, I know it was after your mom. Okay. After your mom. The the following Monday, because we had two boy cats, um, we are driving home, and we see a cat in the road. So also, to mention, I never I never put the dirt back in the hole. I just left it. We open. just left it there because yeah. it, it wasn't our cat. I feel mm-hmm. like no disrespect, you might have put it. I, in might, the I woods. might have. You might no. Anyway, so we get home. <laughs> <laughs> we get home and we see a, you know a gray cat in the road, and it happened to be one of our cats, Aww. and it it really like broke us down because I'm like mm-hmm. you know one week we're thinking it's our cat the mm-hmm. next week my mom gets breast cancer then it's actually our cat so but she was talking because she's very spiritual too she was like you know animals in the in the spiritual realm I feel like specifically cats they are like my familiars you know mm-hmm. so she was like you know that could have happened he could have been kind of you know giving his energy to the universe to help you and to help me because you know I'm sick and things like that if you believe in things like that mm-hmm. so a a couple of months later, re- very recently, we're driving down the road, and um, he says, "Well, we told the story on Chris's episode. Basically, mm-hmm. we saw a kitten that he just ran across that um, the road, looked identical to this cat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm emphasizing how we were talking about uh, the cat, thing yeah, actually, as I, you know, as we were coming down the road. Too. I, I'm not emphasizing how connected we were to his name was Hakeem. Mm-hmm. So handsome. <laughs> I, I'm, like he was really like he was that dude and. Right we the the bond that we had like that's why we were so torn apart when he died but I was like you know obviously now he's our ancestor that's what I said mm-hmm. you know I feel like he's but when we saw this kitten and he was identical to him and he gave me that same feeling like it was almost as though it was like a a rebirth a like rebirth, I was holding yep. him when he was a kitten again it just especially after all of that that was going on with my mom's breast cancer and mm-hmm. us and down in our love mm-hmm. it felt like a, a moment of like a begin again like mm-hmm. this is yeah. this is your starting point yep. to like go forward and stuff so like i said i know it was about a cat but i i resonate no, with that story fine. yeah you, know? you do and then the thing is 
like as far as like the animal world, like I take a lot of my cues from watching animals. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like, who's to say that that same principle, like the African principle of, you know, the father returns, there's the idea that, you know, male ancestors will return during the same lifetime, mm-hmm. the same way my, my baby sister has a son who looks just like my father. Really? I mean, just like my father. He was probably like you know two I mean? months. If and that, then, when yeah, he passed Yeah, he was maybe two months old when, my, when you know, my father passed. And then um, my great niece looks just like her great grandmother. You know what I mean? So who's to say that the cat didn't come yeah. back to you? Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? Yeah. Well, for people who aren't spiritual that are listening, um, I know it might sound crazy, but if you believe in, well, not just reincarnation, but like the, the recycling of energy. Energy, and yeah. And things happening for a reason. Like that moment with the guy that you took home was, mm-hmm. like how did, what did you get out of that after? Like did it feel like this was a moment to help me go forward or what was that for you? Um... If I'm honest, I felt like at that point, you know, you, you understand because you're spiritual. When stuff, when, when, when crazy, when weird stuff been happening all your life, mm-hmm. it's not so weird anymore. Yeah. So when I have these experiences, like every experience I've had that's been related to my dad, like even like the dreams I have and when I interpret them and what they tell me, it, it really just feels fitting. Yeah. You know. And then, too, because, um, like I said, you know, we did have, like, a strained relationship and everything. I think I probably needed it the most out Mm -hmm. of my siblings because we were all grieving him. But I don't think they felt the guilt that I had Mm -hmm. because I had so many memories of clashing with my dad and when I was being a bitch to him and when Mm -hmm. I could have done things differently, you know what I'm saying? So I needed him to come to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had so much guilt attached to it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's beautiful, and it. I'm so sorry, but it still gives me chills no, to think about it. But yeah, that's. Thank you for sharing that with us, of and course. for all two of our followers on this podcast. That's right, both of both <laughs> y'all, just me and you. But um, oh, so before we close out, um, Aisha was talking about you having a, a UFO experience. Would you like to talk about that? Sure. I mean, I don't mind that kind of stuff scares the hell out of me because I know how real it is. Like I saw something and I watch these shows and these movies and people go through so much. I believe it when they say it. Like, you ever mm-hmm. seen The Fourth Kind? Have y'all seen that movie? The oh my, God. tell him. Man, <laughs> have you seen that movie? I like, was following me off. I slept like this for like three nights after that movie. Oh, like that movie. Like I believe, any story I hear like that, I believe it. Yeah. So, um, you, you work there that night? I had just went in the house okay. to get like some water or something. And when I came back out, you know how something happens and he just feels electric in the air mm-hmm. and everybody was kind of buzzing and everybody said the same thing. That's how I know they won't lie. Mm-hmm. But she was out there. Yeah. So we grew up in Church Hill in the city and, you know, late nights, summer nights, that's what you do. We were outside, you know, in front of somebody's house. Like, and I've always, you know, accepted the fact that um, I live in the hood but it's a good thing because they're not checking for people in the hood. These aliens I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see these shows and stuff. You out in the trees and in the cornfields. Acreage around for them to live. <laughs> like you out in the hood, okay? Y'all know about Church Hill. So we're out there. It's, it's like probably 11 something at night, but that's normal. You know, we're out of school, and um, 
kind of everybody stopped running around and playing kind of at the same time. It kind of died, died down because you could hear this humming, you know, and it wasn't your regular, uh, an airplane is coming by mm -hmm. or, you know, it was just like, what is that? It, it made you stop and look. And, and we saw this big, like, you didn't have to squint. And I have real bad vision. Okay? <laughs> don't let me take these off and turn them to the side. You don't see it. I got real bad vision. But you did not have to squint and wonder. You saw what you saw. And it was this saucer. It was just so big. It was, that, it was just so big and it was so low. So low that it was like right above the treetops that were that were out there. And we just kind of stopped. And it's like when, you, when we looked up, we heard this humming sound like maybe... Three seconds after staring in the sky, you just see it coming across. And where we were, it was a playground across the street. And on the basketball court, there were some grown men playing basketball. And they, we, we saw what we saw because they stopped playing basketball and kind of was like, you know, and these are grown men. And they got in their car and left. I watched them in their car and they left. And we just see their saucer and it's, it's going by so slow, so low. And it's just taking this time. You can, I'll never forget that humming sound. It's, it's kind of like you can almost feel it vibrating. And it just Dang. went on across, took its sweet time, enough for us to just be like, look at the, you know. Yeah. And at the time, we're young and like, what in the hell is this? So we're like running behind it, like, you know. And it went behind some trees and we were just waiting, you know, like for it to come back and it never came back. It's just like, man, I just saw a UFO. That thing was, it, it was no mistaking what it was. I can, you know, describe the shape, just like in the movies, mm -hmm. a saucer. A little dome on the top, dome on the bottom. That was kind of like metallic looking. It had lights around it. It had this humming sound, this low buzzing kind of almost electric. Yeah. Like, mm. Mm, just, just going across the sky. It was just like, Oh. It was something to see. It was something to see. I don't want to see it no more. I believe, I know it's not just us. I know it's so much out there. It can't yeah. just be us. You yeah. know, yeah. I've always felt like that now. I get scared with the ghost stuff, but you know, give me that before you give me an alien. I am the same way. I, you can show me a ghost any day. He loves to go chasing after like the, cause we see stuff out in the country all the time. Oh, Sometimes yeah, all the I'm time. like, I just, I need a break. <laughs> right. Like, especially after watching ancient aliens and they were talking about reptilians showing up in people's rooms. I was like, I, I'm just a child. I don't need to know this stuff. Anyway. <laughs> I was really, I, I, I watched the fourth kind before I've seen that a couple of times, but like when those shows come on about the other, I'll watch the paranormal shows, the haunting. The ghost in my attic, I'll watch all that stuff, but it's something about those aliens, man. It's scary I've as hell. I've always had mm -hmm. a very, what I thought was irrational fear of aliens. It's scary as hell, but, man. you know, like, even, like, from childhood, like, my bad dreams were about, like, demons, like, mm -hmm. Christian villains kind of thing. You know <laughs> the goons. Right. Glory <laughs> of the Lord. But, um, but now, like, and, and then I wonder, like, what's the chances of, not to make it about me, because my kids say I make everything about me. <laughs> but think about it. I had just went in the house and they came and left. Like, was they there to get me? Or did they take you? Or did they take you and you went in the house far as you know and we know? Like, full disclosure. I did a podcast right before this episode and we touched on aliens and the girl was like, well, you know, you are very talented in many areas. Like, did they tamper with me? But then I think, though, this is how scared I am. Us talking about it now, I'm going to be paranoid when I go home. Same. Yeah. No. Well, I'm sorry. I made you bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they're probably up there like, <laughs> and, and she done, 
Like, yeah, like that scares the hell like out of me. She knows too much. We gotta go get it. Right. They about that, to back their saucer and come back. Like, it's, it's the powerlessness for me. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. any any other situation, like I've very seriously had the discussion with my children. Like, you let it be some martial law tanks rolling down the street. I'm shooting all us. <laughs> you know, we're not going out like that. Oh, my yeah. children not gonna be sold into yeah. nobody's military slavery. Okay. Yeah. But like an alien, what you gonna do? Right. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? They beam you up. Right. You can't fight them. They shoot them. You be naked. They probe you. Yeah. Being probed. Oh my god. It's so scary. It's so racist. <laughs> it's super racist. Lately, I feel like oh, we've been boy. having like I guess a spiritual experience with the the extraterrestrials, but yeah. they still scare me. It's like there's so much. That we don't I'm sorry. Know. Well, yeah, right. Have it go away. Come again. <laughs> <laughs> So there, we've had, well, you are more into extraterrestrial stuff. I feel like our relationship kind of bonded because I was yeah. more supernatural and you were more, you know, into alien. Like he, he's an alien. That's your thing. Yeah. That's yeah. his thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I was like you, I was afraid, <laughs> but we had this, um, we had this one moment, um, a couple, was it last year? I guess. What are you talking about the red, with the red lights? No, the light, the, during the daytime. Oh yeah. That was last year. Yeah. Last so year. we were sitting on our front porch. We never sit on our front porch mm-hmm. because uh, I just, we're like opera people. We don't know our neighbors. <laughs> I just don't want them in my business. Right, I don't want right. them in their <laughs> business. Whatever. Don't talk to me. So, right. So this day we're sitting on our front porch having a random conversation and I look up and I see these like, these metallic but almost like white balls like over our hi- house and they were just hovering there. And I, we didn't mention this last time. There were, our neighbors were outside. This happened for like hours. They were just hovering over our house and nobody said anything. It was almost as though- Nobody they seemed to notice. Yeah, it was like they were there for us. And usually we're like chasing them down like, oh yeah, UFOs, let's do this. But that, <laughs> that day we were so calm. And like, I remember I just pointed up like, what is that? And we're just like, yeah, so, we, were, we actually recorded it. So is that the too. norm for y'all? Y'all see that kind of stuff all yeah. the time, especially we, when we get like real heavy into it. They just start appearing out of nowhere. Then they disappear for months. You won't see anything. Then this is crazy. I'm gonna say that. I do oh. believe. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I do believe that possibly, maybe somewhere in their little alien hearts, that some of them maybe aren't, you know, menacing or yeah. you know, trying to be hurtful or something. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I feel like that's the answer to the phone. You know, like I feel like, you know, sometimes they might, you know, be beneficial to some people that they interact with. Well, maybe y'all, I I think y'all obviously are on some frequency because that's what, Mm. that's the word I feel. Mm -hmm. But even Mm -hmm. when I see your stuff like online, like it always feels to me that the frequency you vibrate on is like dog whistle. If that mm. makes sense. I hate to say mm. dog. That, no, you know, no. That, I, but you know, yeah. like, just, just something that, you know, it's just like beyond, you know, and that's yeah. what extraterrestrial means. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it, oh, it, yeah. it's Ooh. just like if you're Chill. in a foreign country <laughs> yeah. and, and you hear a little bit of English, well, I'm talking to your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. we can Absolute, build yeah. on this. You know yeah. what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe I'm closed off because I'm so afraid, you know. No, but I, but yeah. now you've aligned with someone who yeah. his understanding, you know, that that's how you kill fear, you know, with mm-hmm. experience and yeah. understanding. Yeah. So. so now when I go home, I have to wonder, being that I done sat and spoke to y'all, <laughs> am I now at you risk or you on the roster Because like, <laughs> I done spoke to y'all, y'all on another level, so they gonna come and be like, you know, what they told you. <laughs> 
No, no. The aliens don't tag us in the post. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, 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 I am terrified like you are, but that day, like we told Chris, it mm-hmm. felt like it was like our future selves or like our star ancestors. Oh it was kind of like our ancestors coming down and like... Mm-hmm. Checking you know, on Yeah, checking yeah. on us. It didn't feel harmful, but then we had an experience that like we told on the podcast. That was that like, same week? Was See? it? Yeah. Space and time to me does not exist. So you I have no idea. So after the, the balls y'all had a bad like a bad uh, Well, yeah, so Well, the, she had a negative So experience. those they were chasing the joint. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like they were two different like uh well, now that I'm thinking about it, it could have been that the the download was too strong for this, I guess, human mm. vessel. Mm. But the second time we saw them, like I said, we're usually like chasing them down, like oh we're in Jurassic God, Park. Like, oh it. yeah, let's get them. These were these were, like, <laughs> these were more like orange red lights. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. when when we're like chasing them down, we finally get to this clearing, and I didn't feel comfortable getting out the car to like mm. see them. So he's out there trying to record it, and I just kind of sat back, and I got this intense like headache it was mm. it almost like locked my jaw it was so like intense in my face so once he got in the car and we drove off and went away but mm. yeah i do agree they it is scary i don't i do not want to see a martian i do not <laughs> right i don't want to know if anybody is actually flying them things you don't want to be the um the host family <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like once you feed one cat they bring their yeah. baby it's like no i we're not hosting this party you know what but, else i believe about aliens I believe that some people that we see that are like peopling, and I believe some yeah. people are aliens too. Mm. No, yes. Yeah? You, you don't, don't believe that? <laughs> no, it's not. Are we going too crazy not, for It's you? not uh, far-fetched. Yeah. I just didn't know she, Yeah, you know. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do. She's like, yes, I do. <laughs> I sure yeah. do. I feel like a lot of- I feel of... like it's real, and it's serious, and it's, it's just scary. I just can't say mm. nothing about it. It's just scary. Yeah. No, I feel that. Like, I feel like a lot of people that are peopling are not just I guess extraterrestrials, but they're also like harboring other entities as well. Like mm-hmm. you know, people wearing people skin, but not really people. So well, I've been hearing stuff about that. Really? About um, who's the guy that uh uh, or you know, the Orlando Brown interviews. It's easy to just miss him because he's crazy. Mm, you know? Yeah. But um, he was talking about people in Hollywood and how they. You know the people that we've honored who have passed away that haven't really passed away they just like exchange souls and stuff mm. and that's the kind of stuff like you know ignorance is bliss for me you know especially <laughs> because i am in entertainment like i'm yeah. just not going to nobody's weird parties mm-hmm. exactly. you know pay me give me the check and exactly. i'm going back to the hotel exactly <laughs> you know, i don't want to engage on any level with that uh, i mean feeling but that i think people, that oh, i think no you fine but i think that they had the truth in plain sight so this yeah. stuff yeah. that we see yeah. like in the movies and stuff that's why they put it in the movies because you, yeah. you associate it with yes. fantasy mm-hmm. exactly. and you don't recognize it when you see it in real exactly. life you know what i'm saying yeah. so Mm-hmm. But really, that idea came from somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. And I feel like Hollywood is the perfect place to just kind of create all of these mm-hmm. stories and let you know, hey, this is what's happening mm-hmm. in your face. Mm-hmm. That's... Mm-hmm. What time do we have on here before I... Uh, one hour, five minutes. Really? Yeah. That was good time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Solid yeah. hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's wrap this up. This okay. talk was... Thank you, educational. First of all, thank you oh, for yeah. giving us the. Um, we got what the. Is it we got again? the stash. Oh, that's that's, <laughs> that's fast luck powder. So that is, um, it's a base of rice flour. It's a little wintergreen, little patchouli, little cinnamon. Mm. Okay. So it it draws in. Um, it's more like a like I like to look at like a problem solving kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yes, it works for like money, 
but then also just like situations like yeah. you know just where money is involved though <laughs> yeah <laughs> when I, when i put it in my shoes like i'll get a book in or um you know somebody bless me with something you know okay. stuff like that so have at it let Thank me know how you, you like it this has been beautiful and magical and yeah. creepy and <laughs> resonating on the alien stuff like i said ghosts are that, that's my Scary jam enough, yeah. stay away from me reptilians no disrespect like whatever but thank you you gonna send me down a YouTube <laughs> just look up like ancient aliens they they ruin the whole idea of aliens for me I'm just like and they're always like ancient astronaut theorists believe and I'm like well if these are like professionals it must be real like I don't know but um, I'm gonna yeah we're gonna close out thank you for being thank here thank you so much for having us yes uh, if you like this show, please tell your friends. If you'd like to be on season two, I can't believe I'm even talking about season two. Season two! Manifest. I know that's right. Just, you know, give your girl a holler. And, um, yeah, bye.